welcome again to a mixed bipolar life, living with ultra ultra rapid cycling mixed bipolar disorder. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome. You can tell I'm a little bit high tonight. Um, not too high, actually. This is probably pretty normal for me how I am right now. Um, I wasn't yesterday. I was better yesterday. Um, before that, I was horribly depressed. I've been rapid cycling and uh, not really sure what the next day is going to bring. Um, same time, I am, you know, I may be, actually, I may, I may be rapid cycling throughout the day. Because um, I definitely did not want to get up this morning. I didn't want to get up the last several mornings. Um, if not, like, the last two weeks. Um... And I say um a lot, don't I? I wish I could stop that habit. It's like such a bad habit, right? Especially for speaking, speaking engagements, podcasting. Uh, I guess I could go back and delete the ums, but that would be so much work. Okay, um, check-in. Um, check-in. Well, I guess I've already kind of told you. Um, mood-wise, not too bad. Not too bad right now. I mean, I th- there are definitely some some minor depression, um, but it's better better than it has been. As I said, I've been cycling and um, I've had some really horrible depression. Let's see, last week when it was really bad, and 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 then I'll feel better for a day, and then I'll go depressed again. So, yeah, lots of rapid cycling. Why? So why is this happening? Um. If you listen to my previous podcast, basically, I've been uh, I had cycled into a mixed type of mania, and I've been rapid cycling ever since I don't know around the last podcast, which was September twelfth, fourteenth, something like that, mid September. Um, one of the things that could be a factor, and this is also related to my topic tonight, which is um, being a woman and having bipolar disorder, and what's what that's like with female hormones. So if you're a guy, you don't want to hear me talking about things like PMS and tender breasts and, you know, even more TMI kind of... Um, Womany stuff, then hit next now. Okay, so have you guys heard of Maka? It's M as in Mary, A, C as in Charlie, A. Uh, I recently learned about it. Uh, I started drinking this chicory drink. Uh, tastes like coffee. Uh, not as strong. It's very mild. On the and they were serving it during World War II when when coffee was scarce, which I it's funny it's just funny to me because I remember hearing that like years and years and years ago and here I am drinking chicory. For me, it's my coffee because it tastes like coffee but it has no caffeine whatsoever, so you can drink it any time of the day. And I feel like I'm having my cup of coffee in the morning, or for me, of course, it's the afternoon. Um, but I love it. It's great. And it's just been lots of fun. It's just sort of this ritual now that I have. But point is, um, the kind of chicory, um, 
you call it chicory coffee or chicory tea or whatever. Uh, but the kind I've been drinking is Ticino. It's T as in Tom, E-E, and then Chino, C-H-I-N-O. And it's good brand. You can get off Amazon. That's where I'm getting it from. Now, there are tea bags and there's loose grounds. So you can do it like a tea, which is easy. Although, let me tell you, those tea bags, when they dry, they stick to whatever you've... Like, you can use a tea bag twice and it sticks to the little little um, plate or bowl or whatever the heck you put the tea bag in. And it's a big royal pain. You have to actually put that whole thing like hot water on it to get the tea bag off. Otherwise, it splits. But anyways, um, they also have it in grounds. Now, the difference is that the grounds now contain maca. That's what it said on the package. Now contains maca. And I looked up maca this first time when I read that, and it, it talked about being good for the intestinal flora. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Um, turns out it has a, a lot of other side, not a lot of other, but it has some other major side effects, which is it affects your sex hormones, um, both men and women. Now, um, I know a lot of you, when you hear this, you're going to be running out and buying that maca. Uh, but if you're bipolar, be very careful. So, uh, it increases sex, it can increase libido and increase sex drive. But also what it does is um, it affects your sex hormones, right? So if you're a woman, um, let's say it'll affect maybe um, progesterone or as, uh, actually possibly it, it could be um, testosterone um, since it does affect sex drive for men and women. I don't really know what it affects. I haven't done that much more you know, research into it. Um, maybe there's some journal articles out there. I don't know. Uh, but the um, the problem for me is um, it um, this week it, it gave me tender breasts which I are not fun I didn't like um, and it also now I'm in menopause now which means that down below is dry as a Sahara desert yes that is one thing they talk about and um, believe me. Sadly, unfortunately, and it sucks, um, but yes, women, that will happen. You will dry out, and you feel as dry as the ovaries that have sh are shrinking in your, uh, uh, shrinking in the what, shrinking, well, down there. I'm trying to do the brain freeze there. Um... But anyway, so the maca actually um, adds moisture down there. And that was the first thing I was noticing. Um, the first time I was using it, and then I went away on my trip to visiting family, and, and then I came back and started using it again. And, I'm, and I had to use panty liners. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm, in, I'm officially in menopause, you know, end of period no more periods that's it everything cut stop skin dried out everything dried out and the body shrivels um and uh so yeah that was kind of weird but then I thought hey well if I ever have a boyfriend which um will probably never happen because I can't get out of my house 
Um, no, actually, I'm going to be optimistic because I'm um, still praying, still praying for that boyfriend. Um, only God knows how in the world we're going to meet. Maybe, maybe we'll meet in God's house. But um, I thought, hey, well, you know, that'd be really good, you know, having a relationship. But then I realized when I got the tender breasts, I'm like, oh, no, it's playing with my hormones. It means it is playing with my bipolar disorder. And I know that because when, uh, so before I became fully menopause, and just an FYI, so people talk about being going through menopause. Um, you actually don't go through menopause. Menopause is the end of all that. It's perimenopause, peri meaning before or pre, um, which means um, basically all this time leading up to official menopause. And um, you're officially menopaused one year after your period stops, okay? So I'm sure most of you didn't know that. I didn't know that till I looked it up last year. Or has it been two years now? Oh my God, I'm like two years menopause. Ugh. And I'm really not even that old. Um, however, I will tell you, so I'm 50 and my mother went through menopause at 39 and my sister at 40. So like, I'm actually old for that. Um, anyway, um, so perimenopause was like major hell for me. And my cousin was, uh, my cousin's going through some difficulty too now. She's bleeding really, really heavy, heavily, really heavy, long periods and, um, which I guess can be a symptom for some people, but she was like going, and I read, it can go on for 10 years. And, um, you know, I think maybe I heard that once or read it once. Um, but it really struck a chord cause I'm like, oh my God, for the last 10 years, uh, you know, that's what, like 10 years ago is when, um, the bipolar disorder got really, really bad. And I definitely do think there's a, a correlation, there's a connection there. Um, and, and with my hormones going up and down, because when I still had a period, every week I was in a different mood. I mean, literally every week. And I could tell you, and around um, ovulation and when before and after I got my period, I would have insomnia and PMS. And my PMS has always been horrible since... Um, since like late high school. Um, so again, uh, I used to think it was my sex hormones that were the problem. And then, um, once I went on medication, I realized it was, it was actually my bipolar disorder in, in conjunction with the sex hormones, um, that made me have so many horrible symptoms. So in other words, what I mean is if I didn't have bipolar disorder, um, the hormonal fluctuations I don't think would have affected me as the, the same way. It's been the hormonal fluctuations that have affected my bipolar disorder, if that makes sense to you. I hope it does. Um, and so going through menopause, it's just been, or perimenopause, it's just been hell. And um, so I want to warn you, women with bipolar disorder, about that. And if you find yourself around 40 or in 40 somewhere and your bipolar disorder suddenly gets really 
crazy. Of course, again, I don't like the word crazy, but sometimes it just fits, you know. Um, but bonkers, um, which kind of means the same thing. But I mean, just bonkers, like your, you know, your mood swings are just just up and down and up and down and all over the place. But you can tie it into your hormonal cycle. Um, that's probably the perimen- probably perimenopause. I have another another girlfriend that's going through a similar thing. Um, but her, she's got like really bad fibromyalgia um, that got worse. But anyways, um, so let's rewind. Um, and I want to tell you when I started having, um, well, when my bipolar disorder symptoms got worse was when I started having my period every 21 days. Um, and it's funny because technically 20, every 21 days is normal, but 20, every 20 days is not. (laughs) And I just say that because I really thought that every 21 days was kind of ridiculous because basically I was having PMS every two weeks and my PMS was super, 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 super bad. So like somewhere in my, you know, I got my, by the way, I got my period when I was 15. So that, that's late, right? So if you are uh, an average woman and you got your period much younger, um, maybe you can kind of correlate your bipolar symptoms with that. Um, but like 16, 17 um, is really when the, the depression got worse. And of course, I'm having um, monthly depression. Um, I had horrible, horrible PMS, horrible, horrible depression. Um, and same time, mixed hypomanic um, irritability, super, super horrible, horrible irritability, um, which during perimenopause I had um, at different times, not even, you know, during the PMS. And now sometimes when I'm hypomanic, I'll have that as well. Um, actually, right. I think today I'm a little bit hypomanic, uh, irritable. So, you know, my mood's better, but I yelled at my, my cat and I got really irritable. It's, I don't know, another pet, like <laughs> three cats and a dog. Um, and they're all great. and you know, they're all wonderful. Um, but you know, I just get short tempered. Okay, so in my late teens, early twenties, I'm dealing with this horrible PMS. Um, basically, went and saw the gynecologist. They put me on birth control pills. Um, they told me that there was nothing else they could do. Um, I would really hope nowadays they could do more with hormones, right? They have progesterone treatment. Um, I think that's what I really needed. I definitely was estrogen dominant. Took me um, 40 years, 30 years to figure that out. 30 to to 40. Um, But they put me on um, birth control pills. Um, So it definitely was some trial and error. Um, I've been on birth control pills that made me severely depressed very soon. Um, probably most likely more because of the bipolar disorder, um, um, interaction, but, um, I ended up going on Trilevelin 28 and for about 15 years until I started, 
um, perimenopause or it could have been extreme stress or maybe the perimenopause came because of this extreme stress that happened to my mom. She, she and my dad separated for six months and boom, bang, she's in menopause after that. Um, and I was going through a separation too at the same time. Extremely stressful, more stressful than hers, let me tell you. Uh, but, um, so yeah, I was on the, um, Trilevelin 28. It really helped, uh, extended my cycle, right? So from 21 days to 28 days. So that really helped as well. Um, I still had bad PMS, but, um, was, you know, was easier to deal with. And, um, and then when I was going through my separation, suddenly the birth controls just stopped working. No birth controls really worked that well. Um, I did go on them again. Um, I do think they helped a little bit, um, but the, but it just then it got to it got to a point with the bipolar disorder was so bad and and the, the perimenopause you know it was in in conjunction it was also bad that birth control pills just stopped working for me. I did do some progesterone therapy for a while. Um, that was helpful, although it was really, really tricky to figure. It took me like six months to figure out when I should be um, taking, you know, using the progesterone cream and when I should be stopping it um, because otherwise the periods would be really, really heavy. And it's funny because the gynecologist said, um, thought, you know, if I'm on progesterone cream, oh, your periods are light. And I'm like, no, they're heavier. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'm opposite in a lot of ways. I'm like that in 1%, you know, with side effects of medications, they'll be like 1% of people experience this and this and this, and I'll be like that 1% person. Um, but, um, let's see, what else can I tell you about, um, the hormones? Um, I saw an endocrinologist and he's like, oh, you know, menopausal, okay, let's put you on a... Um, some progesterone cream and some estrogen, or not, not estrogen cream, but, um, or maybe I went on the estrogen cream as well, but definitely testosterone cream. They've tried me on that. Oh my God, forget all of them, all of above. No more hormones for me. And this is just like the same with the maca. Uh-uh. It just completely messes up, um, my, uh, bipolar disorder symptoms and cycling and, no, none of that, you know, um, there are a lot of disadvantages of menopause, but the huge advantage for me is it really, t you know, has helped my cycling. Um, that doesn't mean I don't cycle, right? I've been cycling a lot lately. Um, but I can have longer, more stable periods where I'm not doing extreme cycling. Um, so testosterone that actually caused, ha. Oh, so much anxiety for me, so much anxiety, and it definitely can do that with people. Um, the the estrogen, no, that was like being an estrogen dominance again. Um, progesterone cream, honestly, now I didn't notice any difference, and I don't think it would. I don't know. They say a little bit of a little bit of progesterone cream if you're if you're menopausal, but honestly, that like I said, the the hormones just cause too much just wreak havoc with my body. So, um, every, you know, again, every, everyone's different, right? Um, 
I say this in other podcasts, just reinforcing that everyone is different. Everyone reacts differently. Just because something doesn't work for me or because something works for me does not mean it's going to work or not work for you. So, um, you know, give things a try. And if you have similar symptoms that I talk about, then maybe you'll go, oh, okay, maybe I'm experiencing the same thing as the bipolar mixed podcast lady did. So um, I hope some of that information helps some of you um, women. And if you're a man listening to this, hopefully you can um, give some great advice to a woman you care about um, or or maybe just met. Anyway, I will talk to you in my next podcast. Bye. Lastly, I just want to first thank you guys for all your support. I so appreciate all the great reviews and comments that you've already left. And please ask that you can continue them. The reason why I do this is to help people. And when I get your feedback through your great reviews or comments um, and sharing, then I feel like that this is worth it. And it helps encourage me to go on and especially to keep doing this. So please, I would appreciate if you could take the time to leave me feedback, obviously positive feedback preferred. Um, I, that would just be wonderful. Um, and that allows me to move higher up in these podcast apps to reach more people. And that's the goal. That's what I want to do is to help you and your loved ones. I also want to remind you that I have a blog um, that's bipolarmixed.wordpress.com. So it's the disordered first, bipolar, then mixed, mixed.wordpress.com. Lastly, I have to thank my friend Jill Moran for her wonderful music in the beginning and the end. She is a composer and she recently started out. Um, doing composing for film and podcasts and everything else you can think of. Um, She did an original score for me. She can do um, music for you, and she um, is very reasonable uh, and moving up quickly. You can reach her on Twitter at jillmimo.com. That's J as in Jill. I-L-L, M as in Mary, I is in India, M as in Mary, O, uh, Jill at, or at Jill Mimo on twitter.com. Uh, okay, thanks guys. Um, uh, God bless you. I wish you well. Hang in there and I will see you next or talk to you next time.